The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of Hanging with the Boys. We only, have a th- we only have a three box on the screen today because we are Kurtless. Kurt had an appointment he had to go to, so he may pop in at some point before the end of the show, but we'll just act like he's not going to be here, which is what we do basically every other day anyway. So <laughs> the show won't look a lot different other than the way it looks on the screen. So, Nate, how you doing today, brother? Nice shirt. Hey, great. Great, great. Thank you, my friend. Look, uh, look, at, look at them guns, the man. Show. Look at them yeah, guns. Just turn inside. Well, I'm looking at this defense of the of uh, the New York Giants. And waiting on you, Shannon. Waiting on you. Okay. How you All doing, right. Jesse? Good to see you, Chris. I know you're not on the screen, but good to see you, too. <laughs> Jesse, how are you? You good? I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm okay. good. It's it's positive Wednesday. Let's do it. All right. Well, we put the we put that ugly Browns game to bed. You We're know what? I, I tried not to say that. I tried not to say this. But, boy, the drugstore is coming this week, baby. Yes, sir. The New York Giants, we heal all our needs, baby. Yes, I, I just tried not to do it, Jesse. Then we heal all our needs, baby. Yes. Okay, uh, I, tried Nate, not to, I tried to say Nate, I'm sorry. why I'm sorry. why do you think that? What are you seeing? What are you seeing on the on the Giants' defense that makes you think that they are the cure all for this team, brother? They are inconsistent, just like us. Against the Rams, <laughs> they gave up 58 yards rushing. Against the 49ers, they gave up 93 yard rushing. Be like, ooh, the Giants are tough. Then they gave up 135 against the Bears. Then another 141 against. So they're inconsistent. They're inconsistent. They got a new coach in Joe Judge. They're inconsistent. They got a new defensive coordinator in uh, Patrick Graham. And they got Jason Garrett. They're inconsistent. <laughs> they don't know who they are. They have no identity. They, they, they try to play good team defense, but you can beat them. This team is trying to go on the rise. They're, they're, their hour is not going down. But, man, come on, man. They're old. And four. I know we won in three, but they are 0 and four. Come on, fellas. This is a drugstore <laughs> boy waiting to kick the doors out. This should be illegal, man, for selling illegal pharmaceutical needs, bro. Come on now. All right. All right, boys. We can't beat the Giants. Who can we beat? Uh, that's a if great we, question. Come on now. All right, voice Ain't of reason. Sh- are you as excited about the Giants coming to town as Nate is? I am. I, I'm, I'm right there with Nate, man. The, okay. The Rite go. Aid, CVS, Walgreens, Come Tom on, man. Thumb. What else? What else who, uh, Fiesta. Who else got pharmacies? Man, you know, just, whole, listen, all this is what the doctor ordered. When you're trying to fi- see, the thing is, people usually say that about the Cowboys. Oh, Cowboys come to town. Oh, we're going to get right. We got a problem. Cowboys. But now we finally got someone that we can say, the Giants come to town, it's time to get right. Here's where you can right all your wrongs and hopefully set a tone that will take you to the next stratosphere. You run off 12 straight. But I'm just saying, this is I with Nate. 
I agree with you, Nate. I am, I am excited with you. Today is Positive Wednesday, and we have just what the doctor ordered coming to town, coming to AT&T Stadium this Sunday, and that is the discombobulated New York Giants. Yes, I am with you. Know, you. you know what I, like, what I like about this show is we're able to waller in our self-misery with the fans on Monday and Tuesday. And then when Wednesday <laughs> comes around, it's like a light switch, and you guys make me believe again. You make me believe that, that we're going to win, that we're going to win handedly, that we're going to beat the Giants by 30 points. So Listen, this is, this is the players <laughs> in us. As players, yes. we got Wednesdays are usually full pad practice. It's the toughest practice. It's the heaviest install. So you got to get your mind right. You got to get your mind focused on how we're going to go beat this team. And you got to figure out all the positive that you can bring to beat your next opponent. So that's what you get from me and Nate. Wednesdays, that's all right. right, listen, the other game is behind us now. We're looking forward and we see an opportunity to capitalize on a team that is looking worse than us. Especially in the first nine weeks when you still have a legit chance at the playoffs. Right. (laughs) And and right now, and right now, now we have a 66% chance to win the division and a 68% chance to make it to the playoffs. That's more than 50. That's more than 50. 50. You got to take that. That's unbelievable. If you're a gambler, 68% is pretty good. Thank Real you. good. All right, you guys brought it up. You said they're going to come to town. They, they're going to fix the Cowboys. You see it every year. You see teams that start off bad. You see bad football teams that progressively get better as the season goes on. And what you want to do is you want to hit your stride at the end of the season rolling into the playoffs. Have you guys been on teams where – one game makes that difference and flips that switch and things just start – the ball starts bouncing right. They, players start doing better. Is there such a thing as as a team getting you back on track and, and turning your season around? For, for us, it was the year that we finally made it to the playoffs with Coach Johnson. I don't know what game it was, man, and I wish I could just grasp it. But right then, our team was different. We may not have won another game, but our team was different. And we believed, and I think we got in the playoffs and got smoked by Barry, by Barry Sanders. But we had a belief in our hearts from that point on, kind of like the Bills game, the Cowboys-Bills games last year. You notice the Bills, even though they had a bad playoff once they lost, you notice how they rolling this year? That Cowboy mm-hmm. game was their belief game, man. That was their belief game. Think back to it. Them young boys on the sidelines talking about the Cowboys ain't built like this. I remember them saying, I'm like, man, we should have crushed them. We should have hurt them. But we didn't. (laughs) We didn't, man. Bruh, come on, man. Blake Martinez and Jesse Skew. Blake Martinez is a good linebacker. He makes a lot of tackles. Yeah, he makes a lot of tackles. But a lot of those tackles has been out in open field because every team say, okay, we don't want him up in close court. They put him out. In, in open field, make him – he still tackles you, but it's for a three- and four-yard game. Uh, Lorenzo Carter, he got a sack or two. They got 10 sacks as a team. They got like 28 hits for losses, but nothing spectacular. No, nobody that say, whoa. They got a guy, Kyler, I don't want – F-A-C-K-R-E-L-L. I don't know how to pronounce that last name, and I don't want to mess the kid's name. But he's got two sacks. I mean, but he's a lumbering guy. You double move him as a as a, as a running back and you lose him, and he makes plays. But you but you see his defaults, and 
They're playing good as a whole defense, but you're still gaining yards. You're still gaining yards. You know, and and, and, and let's go right quick. They what the Steelers, it was 26-16. Uh the Bears, it was 13-17. With the 49ers, it was a blast out 9 to 36. And with the Rams, it was 9-17. So the if you got a great offense, you can bust them up. If you got a so-so offense, it's going to be a struggle. And our, if our offense can get consistent, we can blow these guys out of the water. Mm-hmm. If they just decide in their mind to not turn the ball over and play, play that game there, they'll blow these guys out of the water. But if they turn that rock over and get them a little bit of glory, it's going to be a dog fight. And we don't, we don't need that. We, don't, we need to have a game where, where everybody just – be marching down the streets like like that thing they have in Mardi Gras. Just marching down the streets, everybody hollering with chains on. Just having fun. This is how this game should be. Why are you well, laughing, Jess? Show show us why we should throw you some beads. Show us <laughs> show us why we should show show the world why we should throw you some beads. Bro, I'm, I'm just being honest. I, I mean, I've been the gloom and doom man the last three, four weeks, right? I've been the gloom and doom man. Like, are y'all sure? This is game. Come on, dog. This yeah. is a game where we should kill these cats, man. I, I always say when you're playing a division opponent, and whether that be the football team in mm. Washington, whether that be the Giants, whether that be the Eagles, that it's always going to be a tough game because this team knows you, they're familiar with you, you play them twice a year, every single year. So a lot of what teams do from the GM perspective and building a roster is essentially to win their division. And then once you win your division, you hope that you have a roster good enough to go in and compete for a championship. So every roster is built in this division to go and compete and win, uh, win the division first and then be able to uh, have a playoff, excuse me, have a playoff run and then try to win a championship. And you, you, we, we've all been a part of these games. You know, Nate, you've been a part of these games from the 90s and you watched them since then. I've been a part of these things since the you know, late and mid 2000s uh, and, and watched them. You know, all this time, the same thing for you, Shannon. And we've always seen it. It, it, it. It's no matter what the records are, one person can be really good or really bad. When they get together, it's usually at the on, at the on start. You know, a tough game. And then what, sometimes it gets blown over open at some point in time in the game. So I expect that early on that it's going to be a little nip and tuck. You know, to go early on. But when you look at what this giant team is defensively, they they have a new coaching staff like us. They're trying. They're they're less. If we're just going on names, they have less names as far as talent than we do on defense. Um, they give up a lot of yards. They give up a lot of yards. And for what we're doing right now offensively, we should be able to go and attack this team because we know what they're going to do offensively. We know they're going to be very vanilla. They're not, not going to be very explosive. They don't have Saquon Barkley. So we know what they are offensively because we were that for the last 10 years. We have to just come out and, to Nate's point, alleviate the mistakes. And I, and I mean the penalties, the pre-snap penalties, the holdings. I mean turning the ball overs. There, there shouldn't be a fumble in this game from our quarterback, our running backs, or our receivers. Like that should be an emphasis that you put to work this week in practice. But if we just come out and play, like if, if, if even if our defense continues to be as bad as they are, offensively, if we don't turn the ball over, we can beat this team. And we should beat this team. And I'm, I'm going to tell you something, man. How can they keep you out of the end zone? I, I'm, I'm being honest. Tell me how can they keep the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, Dak. Did, 
I see it with quarterbacks. They make up in their mind, I ain't taking a sack. I remember we was getting ready to play the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. They had just obliterated us two or three games before with 11 sacks and 100,000 hits. Coach Johnson came in and he looked at Troy and said, we're not taking no more sacks. He looked at offensive line and said, we're not taking no more sacks. Well, it wasn't Troy, it was another quarterback. I can't think of the kid's name, great quarterback. And he said, get great quarterback. quarterback don't know the kid's name. His name. Can't, remember, <laughs> can't remember his name. He came from Notre Dame. He came from Notre Dame and he played for, uh, for the Panthers. He came from Notre Dame and played for the Panthers. But anyway, he said, get rid of the ball. We're not holding the ball. Now, the offensive line coach was mad and the offensive coordinator was mad. But guess what? We only gave it one sack. I gave it that sack, but we only gave it one sack. And we had no hits. And we won the game. That's because the quarterback decided that he wasn't giving up sacks. I see quarterbacks do it all the time. Don't give up a sack. That do not get. That's on you. Don't give up a sack. Do not. Well, here's something else that's interesting. I know. And maybe it's just a you know a, a, a vet Wednesday, a Romo Wednesday, but Tyron practice. Tyron Smith didn't practice today. So I'm hoping and keeping my fingers crossed that it was just one of those, you know, Romo Wednesdays, and he was just getting a break. Before get back to what's That's all tomorrow. it was. That's all it better be. Because we don't need we don't need to hear about Friday. Tyron Smith ain't practice. I ain't playing. Let's hear about it today so we all know. And even, we don't care about the Giants knowing. Let let us know. Let him know. Let his teammates know. And they probably know if they, you know, but I'm just saying I'm getting a little bit hyped. Don't say that, Jesse. You're taking away my 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 thrill. No, I'm just I'm just giving you information <laughs> that, you know, I just want to make sure that we understand that. Yeah. Okay. That's just a Romo Wednesday, bro. I'm with you. I agree. I hope so. Let's pray. I, I hope so, too. You know what? Well, let me ask you this. If he, if he, does, if he doesn't play, do the, do the Giants have the personnel to take advantage of that, or, or can a backup slide in on the Cowboys' offensive line and be okay this week? Then you bring him back Terrence Steele, who you've t- taken his job and giving it to Brandon Knight. So his his psyche isn't good right now, but what you have to do, and Jesse signed out this yesterday, why didn't they get his guy protection from the star? What you do now is you do not let him sit over there without any protection. Great little film yesterday you had. That's why Curtis at the doctors. You stuck them films out yesterday, Jesse, and this kid ain't recovered. <laughs> I'm like, quit sending out them horror films, dog. <laughs> All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll get into a little bit more Cowboys offense, a little more Giants defense, and a little more other things on the next segment of Hanging with the Boys. What, Chris? Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. OtterBox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. OtterBox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their elevation tumblers? And OtterBox elevation tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com it's football season and when you're tailgating with your friends and your family you want the best meat on your grill pettigene meats makes the best hot dogs the pettigene griller or the all beef franks will score to complete that tailgate meal pettigene meats has hickory smoked sausage 
hot links, Polish sausage, and the best hickory smoked bacon and ham around. Available at your local retailer. And a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Pettigene Meats. Taste the difference. We can't wait to see the Cowboys back on the field, and we can't wait to pack AT&T Stadium to watch them play. When that time comes, SeatGeek is the place to get all of your tickets. Plus, tickets to the hundreds of games, concerts, rodeos, and other live events we'll all be able to enjoy again soon. Every SeatGeek purchase is protected by a buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. SeatGeek, let's go. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to the SWBC Mortgage Living Room, Frisco, Texas. Nate Newton, Jesse Holly. We are Kurtless today. Chris Beam running the board. Chris, adjust your cleats, adjust your pads, even adjust your helmet. But seriously, don't adjust your underwear, especially while you're eating on the job. Because once it's seen, it cannot be unseen. Tommy John's fabric keeps you cool and dry on the field or in the stands. And now they even have loungewear. Yeah, loungewear. They've got loungewear. Shop underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 15% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. So since Kurt's not here, I'll get into a little bit of his favorite site, Pro Football Focus. Um, okay. Kurt's, Kurt's thinking that our passing game should have a huge day on Sunday. He says Pro, Pro Football Focus has James Bradbury ranked second among NFL quarterbacks, but the rest of the secondary does not look that great. Kurt wants to know, this is a writing question, will it be easy to scheme around Bradbury and take advantage of the not-so-great guys around him? One guy doesn't make that difference if his name ain't Deion Sanders where you can cover the rest of the world. James Bradbury is good, but he ain't great, and he should not be able to stick with our number one receiver, number 19. He should slow him down, but he ain't going to be able to stop him. And I'm telling you, the best receiver is number 13. So number 13 finna go off. Ooh, that's, that's, okay. that's Gallup. Yeah, he finna go off, dog. Who going to cover him? Who going to cover him? And then that's going to open up the lamb. As long as we keep my punt return, because that, that is scary. I mean, even though he averaging over 10 yards of return, boy, every time this kid get hit, I be thinking he's going to get broke. <laughs> <laughs> don't, you, don't y'all have that same feeling? He, every he time looks, he get hit, I be like, woo. He looks very thin. He looks like a sheet of paper yeah. running out there. So, Jesse, what do you think? Can you scheme around? Not, is, is Bradbury good enough to, to take somebody out of the game? You know what? For this game, and I know this, I know that we've been seeing these eye popping and these just jaw dropping numbers from Dak in the last, you know, three. I mean, last three weeks, you know, 430 yards passing, all that kind of stuff. But this is the game. I keep telling you guys. Nate said it, and I'm going to keep repeating it. This is the medicine game. This is the take two of these and call me in the morning game. This is the game. 
we honestly should not have to pass the ball for 450 yards this game. This is a game that you reestablish Ezekiel Elliott. And I'm not saying fall in love with the run game and run the ball 40 times a game. You don't have to. But what I'm saying is this is one of those games where you can come in because they don't have a dominant front. Uh, They don't have any guys up front that scare you. That you were that our guys should not be able to block. They don't have any bullies on their off in their defensive line. But this is one of those games where you get Ezekiel Elliott going. Now, the trend for Zeke is the every year he's been in the league, his yards have declined. And this year, I think he's only averaging about 68 yards rushing per game. This is the game you get him involved. This is the game you 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 kind of you feed. You feed that lion again. You give that you give that that lion a little bit of taste of blood again because I mean he's been he you, you want to know some of the reasons why you know a player may have a downward kind of thing with bad things are happening to him is because they can't find a way to get going again. They can't find that positive part of their game again. And you know Zeke's looking around the entire time, and I'm not saying that he's sulking or anything like that, but he's looking around. And he's seeing oh the the rookie has a hundred yards oh. So and so has 12 targets. Oh, oh, so and so has another 13 targets. Oh, we got Blake, and the ball is going every which way. And, and Zeke has had his opportunity, and he's had a chance, and he drops some. But who he is, the essence of who Ezekiel Elliott is, is put the ball in my gut and let me get downhill. This is one of those games where I don't think you're going to have to scheme up around Bradbury and throw the ball 400 yards. Uh, uh, this game, this is me personally. I think this is one of those games where you get back to establishing the line of scrimmage, running the ball, play action pass, um, and, and use it that way. But this is a perfect game. And I don't want to keep sounding like a broken record. This is a perfect game in a perfect situation where I can get Zeke going again, get him some touches, get him some yards, get him feeling good about himself again as a runner, and then you know use your play action off that. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of simple sometimes. And Sometimes, four hundred subtle shot, not good enough. Uh, <laughs> I think sometime, man, you know, when people see four hundred yards and they see eight hundred this, and yeah, all oh, that's good for fantasy. But you got to equate some of these things to win. To wins, you can have four hundred yards offense this week with a win, and not everybody's feeling good. That means you've mm-hmm. rushed for maybe 130, you threw for 300 yards or close to 300 yards, and, and everybody's looking good and no interceptions, no fumbles, and everybody's back in the groove, man. And now you go into the next game feeling good about yourselves, and you ain't trying to repair a whole lot of stuff. No, like, you know, coaches going to have to coach, and this is the amazing thing about it. We all try to turn the page on wins, but coaches are trying to coach these guys, especially the defense, out of what just happened. Okay, fellas, because the league is a copycat league, and just to tell you, the Giants going to try some of them running plays as simple as they were. They're going to try some of them running plays. They're going to try some of them reverses. So they got to be coaching from last week coming into this week defensively. So uh, it's a healing process, man. Yeah, it's uh, some more Kurt stats. Uh, Giants appear to be better against the run than, than against the pass. They rank 10th per game in yards allowed, 106 rushing yards. Um, and, and Kurt put in here that Zeke has only been facing eight-man fronts 10% of the time, which is uh, it's kind of mind-boggling how they're not able to get him 
going in these games. I know he's had, like you said, Jesse, he's had some opportunities with some some swing passes and some you know some screens and some little short dink and dunks over the middle. Is is that just a byproduct of they've started every game slow and in you know started behind yeah, no. and they're not able to get Zeke going, or are they just not using him like they I, should be? Using I understand him? you finna say yes, Jesse, but I say no because I'm looking at our offensive line and they have not done nothing, especially in the first few games. They have not done nothing. You cannot, as an offensive lineman, one thing Coach Wise and Coach Hudson you tell us, fellas. If you want to not run the ball, give your offensive coordinator negative plays run-wise in the first quarter. What have they been doing? Everything Zeke's been doing is a, is, a, is a fight because the middle of our offensive line is not played well, particularly our left guard. He's getting blown back in the backfield. That, that, the offensive coordinator like, man, we can't do this. Let's do something different. Uh, uh, you, the offensive line coach like, hey man, run this, run that. No, no. I'm serious. It's just a mindset now of what our offensive line gonna do because if once he, even if they want to go backwards and say pass to set up the run, when you run, they still want to see positive yards. We don't have enough positive yards. Zeke has only had what one yard or 15 yards or more a run of getting the ball in his gut and running 15 yards. Cleveland got, Cleveland got <laughs> eight of them. Cleveland got eight to ten 20-yard runs from their running backs. You convinced me, Nate. I agree with you. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm being honest. No, no, no. You, 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 made, yeah. you made great points. You made absolutely, you made absolutely you know, great points. And I, and I take it to, you know, to add yeah. on to that is this team hasn't played with the lead. Again, seven, seven snaps. 13 seven minutes? snaps. Seven snaps have they played with the league in any of the games this season, in all the games this season. Just seven, seven offensive snaps. So when you're playing from behind and you're trying to produce some energy as a play caller, you know, especially a young play caller, you sometimes tend to, I don't, I don't want to say panic, but you'll revert back to the things that you're comfortable with. And for for Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy, they you know a quarterback. Those guys want to pass the ball because they're saying, "Man, we gotta get some things going." And you know, in the running game, that's not really one of those things that kind of gets you going. You know, go make a play downfield, get the crowd excited, get your teammates excited. So you kind of want to throw your way sometimes back into football games. And they've done a great job in doing that the last couple of weeks with throwing themselves back into football games late in the games. But to, to, to Nate, you you convinced me, and I, I was gonna disagree and go the opposite way with you, but I hit the U-turn and I'm coming back with you, brother. <laughs> it's just you go back and you look at, uh, you know, it's called B-I-G, you know, big P-O, plays. P-P-A, no yeah. info. Oh, that's yeah, a, that's a and so and so when you look at that and you see one team with ten or twelve plays running for twenty yards or more, that means that. It's a wild play in the crowd. Like you say, Jesse, you know, ain't nobody sitting in most stadiums. Everybody can get excited because it's a long run. But beating up folks, that's what the offensive line like. We like beating up folks. Mm-hmm. Offensive coordinators like killing folks with scores. And that long pass is what's been doing it for us. You know, coming back in the games. You know, we're not winning them, but we're coming back in the game. It ain't going to be by running. It's going to be by passing. And if you watch Zeke, when he's had open holes, he's ran nice. But when you when he's not, 
second and second and ten, second and eleven, second and ten, second and eleven. That's not a play down now. That's a dictated down of passing. That's not a play down. You want to be second and five or less. Now it's a play down. You can play with that down. You can't play with that down with second and seven, second and eight, second and ten. That's a throwing down. Unless you got a, unless you Cleveland, then it's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, Nate, you're talking about the offensive line not doing much. Jesse, you sent us a clip yesterday of Brian Baldinger on his Twitter account. It broke down a, a play where they had Miles Garrett one on one with was it was it Terrence Steele? Was that who they had him up against? Yeah, I, I that, didn't even look at that, fellas. I was like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not looking at that. So the uh, the uh, the question you know you, you brought up the offensive lines not doing much is it they physically aren't capable of doing it with the personnel they have or is it is it scheming from the coaches or is it the guys missing assignments what is it about the offensive line that Nate that you're seeing that that they're not doing much are they just over, getting over physical Yeah yeah you know it's the same guys. See, when it's the same guys, uh, you know, at least you know where the, the where this bad spot's at, but it, it, it's, it's messing up the continuity of the other two or three guys. You know, we get on a wave, and all of a sudden, I'm knocked back, and the guy behind me running past me because I'm knocked back. Uh, he can't get to his guy because I'm supposed to be slipping off my guy to, to, to the next guy to the next level, and we can't get there. When, when the middle of the offensive line, is not performing well. And we know that the right guard is, but he still got to deal with a center and a, and a left guard. If they're not performing well, we can't get no type of movement. That, 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 if you run into the right, and all of a sudden you make a Zeke cut back to the left, I mean, that is a bad thing because, first of all, you might get a holding from one of the guys because the guy going to jerk back and all the jerseys are going to be seen. Or that guy that's coming down off the weak side, that wheel linebacker, going to smash him in his head. <laughs> so that's not a positive thing. So that's why you got to be able to move that thing and let Zeke smoothly, uh, Tony Pollard smoothly wind his way back, uh, hit the hole going 90 going north. It, it, he, they trying to press the hole, but the nose guard is going to cut the hole off. And you got to make a, a, a certain turn back door. And your left tackle out there like, oh, his man way over here. Like, oh, my God, I got to hold it. That ain't even on me. All right, let's take our last break. When we come back, let's wrap it up with uh, let's talk about let's talk about Dak. I want to get your opinions on if he's a better quarterback when he passes like he did a couple of years ago in that two fifty two seventy five. Want the rookie Dak, or if they just, the just Dak. let it fly like they have and let Dak deal as Jesse says. We'll talk about that when we come back for the last segment of Hanging with the Boys. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Otterbox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. Otterbox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their Elevation Tumblers? And Otterbox Elevation Tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their Elevation Tumblers at otterbox.com. It's football season, and when you're tailgating with your friends and your family, you want the best meat on your grill. Pettigene Meats makes the best hot dogs, the Pettigene Griller, or the all-beef franks will score. To complete that tailgate meal, Pettigene Meats has hickory smoked sausage, hot links, Polish sausage, 
and the best hickory smoked bacon and ham around. Available at your local retailer and a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Pettigene Meats. Taste the difference. We can't wait to see the Cowboys back on the field, and we can't wait to pack AT&T Stadium to watch them play. When that time comes, SeatGeek is the place to get all of your tickets. Plus, tickets to the hundreds of games, concerts, rodeos, and other live events we'll all be able to enjoy again soon. Every SeatGeek purchase is protected by a buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. SeatGeek. Let's go. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back, SWBC Mortgage Living Room, Frisco, Texas. Final segment of the Wednesday turnaround. AT&T Stadium at home, craving AT&T Stadium's famous Cowboys cheesesteak, nachos, or Cowboy Rito when you're watching the Cowboys game at home. Bring your favorite stadium fare to you. Pick up and delivery options available via online ordering every week. Check out the menu at attstadium.com slash at home. That's pretty cool. I didn't know they were doing that. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty that's pretty neat. Well, hold on. You're in the stadium all by yourself, and you don't know what's going on? I know what I eat. I ain't worried about what everybody else is eating. I, okay, I know. well, you used doing a promotion, bro, so you got to be worried about what everybody else is Bring me and Jesse some of that stuff. I know For real. Now. I'll take I one of them cheesesteaks. I'll right take now. one of them cheesesteaks. Dude, there, there are a few things in life that are more enjoyable uh-huh. to me than stadium stadium and fair food just because okay oh the fair food yeah sometimes it's just it it's not that great but it's just something about like getting food like a a barbecue sandwich or some a frito pie <laughs> or just something you don't normally eat at, at at a stadium or at a fair man i just mm, i don't know what it is all right back to business last segment of the show let's talk about dak Jesse, you've been you've been on Twitter all year long. Let Dak deal. Let Dak deal. My question <laughs> to you is: Is this a better football team when Dak's not dealing? When he's throwing for two hundred seventy-five yards and they're and they're. I mean, there's parts of me like there's parts of me that love this new offense, and there's parts of me that are kind of like, were we doing it better in the past? Were we doing it better? trying to control the game with the run and limiting the opportunities for interceptions and turnovers and Dak was taking care of the ball a little bit better like four games four games in do you guys like the way the offense has been opened up or or should we go back to the old way a little bit or or maybe find a balance where you some games you do some games you don't just want to get y'all's thoughts we're not scoring enough early to do that we're not consistent enough, but I'll let Jesse break down that. Here's the thing that I, that, I, that, I, that I see now from the 2020 Dak that we didn't see 
and the 2016-2017 Dak. We see a quarterback who is, one, much more confident in his ability. He is not afraid to let the ball go down the field. And, and here's what you get. When you get those quarterbacks, when you get those gunslingers, you understand that there is a, there's a high risk, high reward to any gunslinging quarterback. When you, start, when you start throwing the ball down the field and you get up there into the 30s and 40 attempts a game, and you're throwing the ball 10, 15, 20 yards down the field multiple times a game, you're gonna run the risk of sacks. You're gonna risk, run the risk of interceptions. The thing that Dak's confidence, his, as John Kittner would put it as, he's more comfortable letting it rip now. Before he used to be very cautious and would miss throws and miss windows and be late with the football because he, he, was, a, he was a little bit hesitant and cautious and reluctant to just let it rip. I think now he's seen the game better. Um, I think that he's, he understands his offense uh, a lot more, you know, almost to its point where he's really in control of his offense. You want to see a mixture. I, I, I want to see a mixture of let Dak deal, but have the mindset of the cautious Dak. It's, it's, when and this is and this this is this this becomes a part of being a gunslinger, which I still think Dak is developing, not as a quarterback, but just as a gunslinger. It's when do I try to fit that throw in there? Is that a smart throw? Like taking calculated risk. And I know that sounds crazy when talking about someone being a gunslinger, like a Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers, who just throw that thing in there no matter what. But he has to be able to use that calculated side. Is this the right throw to throw? And you, you, you want him to get a little bit more help on his defense because what makes a good quarterback a great quarterback is him realizing, I got to eat this one or throw this one away, and I'm okay with punting. The problem is he hasn't had that support. So what you see is full throttle, gunslinging Dak, and it, it's got him in a little bit of trouble because with the, with the sacks, with the fumbles, and with the interceptions. Those turnovers you want to be eliminated, but I like this new Dak. I like the confident Dak. You can see in his step, you can see in his demeanor. Um, when you have this many weapons, you gotta use them. There's no need to have all these weapons and be cautious. He's letting it rip. You, want, you don't want the turnovers, but those are things that come along with the territory. Uh, but I, I, I like this Dak. I, I, give me this Dak over the, the rookie Dak. I'll take this Dak. <clears throat> Let me say this here. And I'm going to give you all the stats on Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> he has, I'm serious, this guy I'm talking about has four games, 98, uh, 139 attempts, 98 completions, 70% completion rate, average 8.7 yards, average nine, 309 yards a game. His longest is 72. He has 13 TDs, zero interceptions, and three sacks. That's Hannibal Lecter. That's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> we, and I'm not, Dak is not Aaron Rodgers. But what I want from Dak is what Jesse just said. You got to understand that Miles Garrett's standing out there. He's not sacking me. It's all right to punt. I, I, I'm rolling away from him. The protection I'm giving is not is always going to favor him. And even if the even if the coach say, "Hey, this is the protection," I'm saying Zeke, roll out that way on your way out. Roll out that way. Change his direction. You can see in the game, and I, and Dak is only in his fifth year. 
But you can see in the game where Aaron Rodgers, you said it all fair, Jess. When, when he, this last game, Aaron Rodgers walked to the sidelines smiling. Laughing. When he smiles, laughing. When he smiles at you, Jesse, what does that mean? Game over. Back Game over. <laughs> Nate, you, why, you you call, why, you, why you call that man <clears throat> Hannibal Lecter? Because he would eat you down to your body, <laughs> to your last body part. <laughs> uh, he would eat you. Hannibal Lecter would eat with, with know how to saute a liver, baby. I'm being honest. And, and there's only a few guys, man. Y'all know me. I've always been about Aaron Rodgers. And my number one guy, I, I traded him for for the Kyle Kansas City, but I'm coming back to my boy. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is special. He's, he's got a better offensive line than us right now. But his defense ain't that much better than ours. Yes, it is. I'm sorry. They got Smith and Smith. I, I just lied. Take that back. Yeah. Their defense yeah. is great. <laughs> and this How kid you- is, yeah. Go ahead, Jesse. Well, I'm sorry. I just got a little, got a little hype by Hannibal Lecter. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Jess. No, I, I would just say for, for, for Dak is that you see at times that, and I don't want to say it because I'm like, no, I'm not saying it's Aaron Rodgers, but you see no, he's at not. times, you see at times he does Aaron Rodgers-esque stuff. You right. Know, that, that, like, that throw that he threw to Amari in the first First half, uh, he threaded one in there. That's Aaron oh, Rodgers, yeah. like right Ooh. there. He threaded one in there. Like I mean, he put one in the window that closed like that. But the thing is, is that he just has to know when, when to hold him and when to fold him. Like that's becoming the thing that Dak has to understand. And I and I and I get it from his perspective. When he stands on that sideline and he watches that defense in his mind, it, it's it, you just you cannot think the way that he's probably thinking is. Man, I got to go and do something spectacular because if I got to give the ball back to these jokers with this defense, we don't stand a chance. So in his mind, he's always thinking, I got to go and get the big play. I got to go and score a touchdown because if I don't, our defense is going to let up, you know, let them score a touchdown. And now I'll be really fighting from behind. So you, 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 you want him to get a little bit more help. But I, I, I give me this deck. I can I, I, I can. You I can, can see it. You I can, can see, see it. it in this deck. Yeah. I can see it with this guy. And I said, I said, if you had a little bit of help on defense, he wouldn't have to take all the risk. But this is the guy and the new way football is going. This is the guy that you're going to need to play the way that he's playing. And, and you know what? You know, I ain't been I ain't been tripping on Zeke, but Zeke got to be his number one help. And you had a 24-yard run and fumbled. The week before that, you fumbled twice. Zeke got to be his help. He got, I don't care about the great wide receivers. We know these guys got potential to be real explosive. But Zeke has got to be that consistency because I go to another guy. 65 rushing attempts for 374 yards, 5.8 average, 75 long, two big runs of 20 yards or more, four TDs, 93 yards of receiving. That's Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is not better than Zeke, but what he is, he's consistent, and he ain't turning that ball loose, fellas. He ain't turning that ball loose. Your running back has to be that, that thing when, you're, when he looks out there, hey, man, there goes Zeke, boom. Hey, oh, all right, Zeke, I'm, I'm in a little trouble, boom. And know that it's going to be okay. It, that, that has not happened in the last two games. See, What's I've it? been all over the defense, but our offense – 
if you going to be what we have invested all the money, all the draft picks, everything, you have to be that 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 anchor. You have to be when we when when, when we need to be stable, we got to know you going to grab the bottom of the ocean and stop that ship from, you know? That's just how I got to be. What what's going on with the fumbles? Is that is that mental? Is that physical? It, what's Zeke has not been known as a fumbler, but this year he's got a fumbling problem. What what is happening there? And the league gonna eat on him until he stops. He gonna have to have less of a run and more and more security for about two or three games. He gonna have to be covered up for two or three games. He cannot turn the ball loose for two or three, four, maybe four games. So we'll. We're a, we a league of four-game films. If we got four cans on you, we're going to look at you. And if you fumble, <laughs> them coaches going to feed like sharks, man. So he got to go two or three games and, and, I mean, and gash some folks and punish them. When they see them ripping at that ball, you got to see him going for two or three extra yards. That'll make them stop and tackle him. All right. Well, fellas, the show went by really fast today without Kurt. Oh, my what, God. You're taking shots at Kurt. Take no, I'm not. It, it just wow, it seemed like man. a it seemed like a fast show. Like the time just slipped away from us. I mean, it's already over. We're already we're already out <laughs> wow. of our 45 minutes. So, I enjoyed wow. it. I enjoyed the show today without Kurt. Kurt did nothing so. to you, man. All Kurt has done it with love and support <laughs> you. you I mean, even when I try to backstab you, Kurt still take up for you. Uh, <laughs> Nate. You look good in that shirt, man. You got friends like Shannon. Keep keep working out, Nate. Keep working out. Jesse, you're looking good, man. Good show today. Nice wings. Look good, Jesse, in that tight shirt. Yeah. Chris Bean, enjoy your chicken dinner, man. Tomorrow. Guess what we get to talk about tomorrow, fellas? We get to talk about JG again. Coach Garrett is back in the building. We're going to talk about that This this. Thing that they call a cowboy. Oh, hold defense. on, Nick Chubb just ran by my yard. Chubb, <laughs> stop running. <laughs> we will talk about that and a lot more. Same time, same place. Hanging with the boys tomorrow. Tune in. We will be back and see you then. Later. Grace. Grace. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about that?